0: And now what you have is a current condition and a target condition. And it's a shorter delta. And now the beautiful thing of experimentation begins. We are running experiments. How fast, how good can I get from the current condition to the target condition? Bridge that. And once I achieve that, I'm going to redo the same thing, navigating slowly to the, uh, to the judge. So that is the, really, that is the entire pattern of, of thinking and that scientific thinking. Um, But it's really the the pattern and the deliberate practice that is combined and that makes the Azure Cutters unique.
1: If you're a tech leader looking to learn today's best practices for leading high-functioning teams, you're in the right spot. In each episode, we learn from today's top tech leaders as they share their successes, their failures, and their lessons learned along the way. I'm Debbie Madden, and this is the Scaling Tech Podcast, your blueprint for scaling tech teams. Let's dive in. Hey everyone. I'm Debbie Madden, the host of Scaling Tech Podcast, and today I'm chatting with Joe Krebs about Agile Kata. Hey Joe, how are you?
0: Hi, thank you. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good. I'm really excited to have this talk. Before we jump in, for anyone out there that doesn't know Joe, um I've known Joe for quite a long time. Joe is the creator of Agile Kata and the Agile Kata Pro certification program. We're going to talk all about what that is. Um before Agile Cotta, uh, Joe has been in the community. Many of you, I'm sure, know him. Um, he's a lifelong learner, host of the Agile.fm podcast. He's an author, a certified trainer, who certifies many of us Scrum Masters, Agile coaches, and leaders. And he's delivered his Agile cur- curriculum to thousands of professionals. Many of us have been to um, events that Joe has put on over the last 20 years. I've been to many of those Um, and he's the founder of Incrementer, which is an agile coaching and training company dating back to 2009. Mm-hmm. And three years in a row, um, Incrementer made the uh, prestigious Inc. 5000 list. So, right. uh, an, an impressive background, Oof. all leading to our topic today. So, I did not know what Agile Kata is. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming many others don't yet know what it is. So, tell us in your own words, and, and I'll, I'll ask you some questions along the way, but what is Agile Kata?
0: Well, that's a big question because I'm writing a book about this, right? <laughs> um, but in a nutshell, um, if we're trying to do this in a in a short book, podcast, um, kata is a uh, super interesting um, pattern. I would describe it as a pattern, not so much of a process. Um, although you could say it's a process; it's a sequence of uh, steps you're walking through, and it comes out of uh, the term comes out of martial arts, where you would be like, a kata, you would be doing like a, a way of doing certain things. And you would be uh, practicing these uh, forms, and it's a combination of a thinking pattern where right, to learn is also combined with deliberate practice. So you're combining these two things together, and there's uh, scientific evidence out there that uh, our brain, even our adult brain, not only uh, kids in school, learn that way, and can also change uh, patterns of thinking uh, by applying this cut up. So uh, it's really, it really comes down to um, you can see there's a pattern for change management uh, towards any kind of agility. Um, so I came across that this is not a new topic of Qatar. It comes out of Toyota. It comes out of uh, Lean. So it has a long, long history of that. But what um, what's I believe is missing, right, is a link between the agile and the Kata thinking. Um, that's what I'm trying to build a bridge between these two topics. Um, and uh, I want to expose to the agile community how cool Cutter is and what you can do with it. So you can, basically the use cases for that is agile transformations, business agility to be increased, or you can use it as a team process, or you can use it as a a very simple uh, example for everybody doing Scrum possibly out there. You can use it as a tool to implement uh, or follow through on impediments or retrospective ideas. So very granular, but also on a large scale, the pattern applies.
1: I'm an agilist. Mm -hmm. Um, listening have been you know agilists or you know partial agilists not dogmatic dogmatic we've got all flavors um for for a long time if if i were to start to use the agile kata and and kind of connect um the the process and the way of thinking how like how would i take a first step um is there i know you're going to write about this in your book which is you know um we're going to link to it in the show notes, but I'll just kind of say now, agilekatabook. dot com is where people can sign up to get book and be on the wait list. But how would I? How would I? Um, what's step one for me if I'm running an agile team and I want to start using this? Yeah,
0: pro- yeah. So that's great. There's four steps, um, and uh, the kata is actually the starting point. Not the, and uh, it's not the goal the is not to you know memorize this and to do it like long term. It's actually the starting point of everything. And then the cutter, the cutter will actually lead you to other things, which is actually a very positive thing because you can drive this Agile cutter in your organization in a way that you start taking to ownership. So it's very different than, for example, Scrum, where you would be like learning a specific process and you would say, now we're applying this process. And the goal is to apply that. A cutter is one of the starting points um, of the thinking. So, for example, um, in, in Agile cutter, the, the challenge would be, let's say you're facing... Um, the situation within your team, or something to be improved in your organization, with the with the mindset of increasing agility. Um, and uh, the the agile cutter would start with defining like what is your what's your goal, what are you trying to achieve, what is your longer term? Not a north star. It's not like a an goal that's far far out. It's actually something where you would say this is something to be accomplished maybe in six to nine months. You know, I don't even really want to say six. I want to say up to nine months. So okay. it's, it's kind of wait, not too long, but also not too sh- uh, too short. And it should be a challenge. And that's also a little bit different because then other processes are there where you would be like, okay, here's the plan. Here's, here's what we're trying to achieve. The challenge uh, might be a, a big goal for the team to actually say, we don't even know if we're gonna achieve this. It's not clear in the beginning to achieve this. And that creates like the, the spirit of experimentation, which we're gonna come to in a sec. So with that goal in mind, um that's great a lot of teams would then implement and say let's go right let's let's (laughs) let's go and uh, apply and do training and coaching and and all of those things the cutter actually takes a step back and says um with a direction in mind where are you today so it actually takes a very quick step back and it's also very new to assess the situation where you are you might think you're slowing things down by just taking a few days maybe out of your calendar and say like assessing where you currently are, but only then you know how big the delta is. Mm -hmm. And with that delta now, you can say, okay, the goal is too far ahead, and it's unknown if you're gonna achieve it in one step. What could be a small step we can take? So now you're defining a target condition, and that is something um, that might be a few days out, might be a, a week out, maybe two, uh, but it's not a sprint it's not something where you would say a, a time box anything like that it's just like how fast can we get to this target condition and now what you have is a current condition and a target condition and it's a shorter delta and now the beautiful thing of experimentation begins we are running experiments how fast how good can i get from the current condition to the target condition bridge that and once i achieve that i'm going to redo the same thing navigating slowly to the uh to the challenge. so that is the Really, that is the entire pattern of, of thinking and that's scientific thinking. Um, but it's really the, the, the pattern and the deliberate practice that is combined and that makes the Azure Cutters so unique. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So I want to, I want to, I'm going to ask you two questions mm-hmm. at the same time and then we can dive in. But my, my curiosity is how, when this is, when Agile Cata is functioning, high functioning. How does this integrate with two things that many of us are using today, which is Scrum and OKRs? Mm -hmm. So I think I know the answer to how it fits into Scrum, but I'm not sure I know yet how it fits into OKRs. But because you talked upon Scrum, right? Which the Agile Kata is the intention and the challenge, and then the Scrum is kind of like the week to week, the like what you're doing day in and day out to get there. Is that? Fair, or tell me more about that.
0: Yeah, it's actually, there's two use cases. So one of them, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. So there's a, there's a way of combining uh, the, the Agile Cutter with Scrum. So a Scrum team can say, we're gonna continue with Scrum as is, no change whatsoever. Uh, but many teams, Scrum teams struggle with, for example, um, in a retrospective, the, after it, they identified a um, high priority item to improve how to actually implement this, right? So it's great that we found that and it's great that we have it, but how, like very practical, how do I implement that in, in my organization, in my team? That would be a great use case now for the Azure Cutter to run it parallel to Scrum. And I think that's a, that's a wonderful process and I, for everybody listening, doing Scrum, that's a very easy one to actually try. Um, Azure Cutter uh, thinking within, within a team or in, within a Scrum organization. The other one is, um, the second use case I see, is to actually use the Agile instead of Scrum. So that would be um, a use case where a team would actually say, like, we have practiced Scrum for a long period of time. There has to be some, maybe some fatigue uh, around Scrum. They need a boost. They want to try something new. And if you really think about those four steps we just talked about, they could be also related to a product, right? So they could be related to strategy, what's your product goal, where are you right now in your product, where do you want to be in a short period of time, and what are your experiments? And the experiments could be AI supported, they could be uh, through coaches uh, supported, they could be um, outside of the box thing, they could be multiple teams. Um, but, uh, this looks very different than you would think in a, in a scrum environment, but those are the two use cases I currently see, and I know they are being applied as we speak.
1: Now. For, for, for those use cases, mm-hmm. who are you finding is often the champion of bringing Agile Kata to the org? Is it someone inside a tech team? Is it an executive? Can it be either? Like, Where are you seeing it? Where are you seeing the internal champions originate?
0: Well, so the champions in terms of support are definitely is leadership team. You okay. need leadership support to um, try something like this, uh, the Kata, to bring in Kata as an experiment in the first place. Um, I think you definitely need leadership support. Um, but we do also see Agile Cutter as a grassroots movement, right? We see uh, teams that have experienced Scrum for a long time saying, like, we are ready to try something new. Um, maybe short term, maybe long term. They might not know at that point when they're trying something new, but they feel like the time is uh, right. Those are the very experienced Scrum teams out there uh, that feel like maybe we we'll want to try something different. Um, so, Cutter uh, doesn't have a team boundary like Scrum, doesn't have a master doesn't have a product owner and those things can continue to exist but they might evolve over time and that's the beauty of the cutter is that it evolves over time rather than being static within a specific rule book so a lot of teams see a lot of potential in that and say like hey we work in a very basic pattern but around that we can do whatever we want to do so for example mob programming pair programming uh all these uh, uh dynamic reteaming um, all of those things, open space, all those things go hand in hand with the uh, self-organized, self-managed kata teams. So yeah it's a it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting concept for sure,
1: yeah, yes. that, I mean, so that i want to I want to talk about the the second part of that question I had asked, which is, given what you just said, um how how does agile Kata kind of fit in with okrs? And well, we we may not know all of the answers to that yet as people find I? use cases, but you know, where, where do you think Agile Kata fits in with OKRs, which, you know, again, yeah. sometimes scrum teams have OKRs, sometimes organizations, sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, it's all over the place within an org. So
0: yeah,
1: what's your thinking on that?
0: Well, especially if it's on an organizational level uh, with the OKRs, I, I think the, um, the OKRs as a, as a tool can nicely work with Agile Kata. So we want to measure, obviously, what is our target condition. We want to measure what is our current condition. We want to have some form of parameters of where we want to go, and OKRs so are just going hand in hand um, with uh, with agile Cutter. So it's nothing prescriptive about how do we want to navigate to this. So they go hand in hand, and the same is true for, by the way, just to give you an alternative, evidence based management. Same thing, right? So um, it's an alternative uh, technique that could also be um, included. So there's a, a series of tools and techniques that can um, you know support the agile Cutter practitioners. And that's that's also nice. We're looking flight levels. We're looking at Where There's a lot of uh, things going on right now in the agile com- community where we um, where we feel like agile cutter can help not only implement OKRs. We can use agile cutter to implement OKRs, but also to use OKRs um, if somebody wants to drive organizational change with OKRs and the agile cutter.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's great. Um, so... Again, going back to, you know, a lot of folks that listen to scaling tech are on tech teams and many many use some version of Scrum and some version of OKRs for something similar. So how do I assess if my team needs Agile Kata? Like, mm-hmm. let's say for 2024, how do I... Yeah. Is this a priority for me? Can I wait? Can I not wait? Is yeah. there any sort of tool or thinking... Do, you know, because a lot of a lot of tech teams right now, they're, they're going through a period of change. Like a lot of co- teams oh. are downsizing. Like a lot of teams are starting to use generative AI. There's a lot of change. A
0: lot of change, yes.
1: And so, how do I assess? Yeah. How important Agile Kata is to my team?
0: Yeah, it's an awesome question. Uh, because what's what's happening is, for somebody considering Agile Kata, I think one of the big questions I would ask is. How often has my, for example, if we're talking about a scrum team, for example, right? we could that replace that with any agile process, right? But um, how many times has my process changed in recent months or years? Um, if so, right, uh, what's what's the frequency here? Because I think that is also an important piece to bring up. So a lot of scrum teams. We see a lot of, um, you see meetups on, uh, uh, what is it, scrum therapy, <laughs> so one. I, I see uh, a lot of self-help group and how to zombie Scrum and all of those things. And And uh, for me, as somebody who is a professional Scrum trainer, right, I, I know that some of those teams, they struggle with introducing a Scrum in their organization or at least to evolve Scrum within the organization. If this, if Scrum hasn't changed, maybe that's an angle to say like, well, if we're not changing, the world is changing around us So something has to adapt. And so the agile cutter would be a starting point for that. but. Any assessment tools you might have, obviously, uh, Agile Cutter uh, would say every assessment tool you have is a, is a solid one, as long as it is something that measures the 12 principles of the Agile Manifesto. Because that is really what drives Agile. So we're saying like, that the term Agile is not just a loose term of saying like we're flexible and nimble. Agile means something, and that's according to the Agile Manifesto. So, we're, we want to see any kind of metrics, any kind of uh, data points when we're assessing the current condition. Also, when we're defining the target condition, we want to see it somehow in sync with those uh, principles.
1: Okay, that's helpful. Okay. And then, and then, so I want to kind of close this conversation out with the. All right, so Agile Kata—it's new to many of us. You're going to help us by by writing this book, and then that will guide yeah. us. But in the in the meantime, um how, let's say if I'm curious about implementing Agile Kata, how do I know if I can go it alone or if I need someone like you, right, to coach me through this process? Like, how do I, you know, because I I think it's similar to when you might need an Agile coach or an executive coach, Mm -hmm. or when you bring in any third party to help you, you know, be at the top of your game in something that, you know, having a coach is going to be your guide. But how do... How do we know when, when, when you know? Really, we're looking to like say, all right, this is interesting. We want to explore, and then we can really use some outside help. How do we yeah. assess that?
0: So it's interesting, right? Because Kata out of Toyota had always um, been supported by coaching. So it, oh, at okay. any given point at Toyota, there was a one-to-one association between a learner and a and a coach. Mm. Um, and the coach, um, was a supervisor and obviously that is something that is a little bit in conflict with the, um, self-managing aspect of, of Agile. So we're seeing more relationship in, in Agile cut between an Agile coach and a team, and that is that team is, um, self-managing. But we do want to hold on to the association that there is an Agile coach helping the team through not only setting uh, these target and current conditions, but also to help through the experiments, helping on a daily coaching cycle to help the teams um, on a day-to-day basis. So what we're doing right now is actually, we started this program, the Agile Cutter Pro Program, um, and uh, where we actually have trainers around the world teaching Agile Cutter to teams, to organizations, to leaders, everybody who would like to learn about this uh, scientific thinking pattern and how this could possibly help uh, increase agility, but the end is obviously to help uh, bring in Kata kind of thinking into an organization so that they can help themselves um, over time. And in the beginning, in the beginning, there will definitely be an uh, an an interest in agile coaching that people know the Kata. It's like the same as if you want to become better in in tennis. Let's say you're not going to go to a golf a, a coach do right, You go to a tennis coach, right? So, um, and that's the same for Kata. So, you, you need to build a practice, um, and for that practice, there's definitely coaching necessary to reinforce the thinking pattern within an organization.
1: Got it. And and AgileKata.pro is where people can go, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Agile Kata coaches. Mm-hmm.
0: That's where they can find my trainings, but they can also find trainings from all the other um, certified trainers. There's a program. Uh, we really want to, by a providing these kind of trainings, we really want to help elevate the level and the awareness of um, our thinking um, and scientific thinking within, around the world, that's, that's why it's around the world um, in several languages and, and and people can learn about it. It's a one-day session. Um, but we're also thinking about an, another session that goes a little bit deeper. So uh, there's more to yeah.
1: That's great. Well, this has been fascinating. Um, I'm so glad I know more about Ajakana than I did before this conversation. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time. And like I said to everyone listening and watching, um, the two places where you want to go to learn more are agilekata.pro and to sign up for Joe's book, um, AgileCataBook.com. And we'll put those below. And uh, thanks, Joe. appreciate your time.
0: Thank you, Debbie.
1: All right. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you've enjoyed today's episode, remember to subscribe, Give it five stars and more importantly, share it with someone that you think will benefit from listening. And remember, as always, think about the one to two key takeaways that you can apply today to help you and your team achieve your goals. Until then, keep iterating.